This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So you're here because you want to know modern, vintage, everything in the world of card collecting today. Chuck, he's the collector, and Joe, he's the dealer, welcome you to the best card talk that covers it all. From the hottest new cases to 67 high numbers, all brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier about life with Oxygen Financial. Visit OxygenFinancial.net. Collector, dealer, take it away. Another week and another episode of The Collector and the Dealer, vintage, modern, and everything else in today's sports card world. We're here because of support from Oxygen Financial. For me and my wife, it's investments, taxes, insurance, long-range, and short-term planning, all with Oxygen Financial and has been for years. Visit them, oxygenfinancial.com. I am Chuck Oliver. I am the collector. Been doing that since the mid-70s. Uh, went away for about uh, 10, 15 years or so, and then got back into it late 90s. Uh, and I'm guns a-blazing as far as vintage cards. Nothing post-1980. Mostly it's around 77, 75, 72, et cetera, and way earlier than that. He is Joe Davis. He is the dealer. Joe, uh, how you doing today? Tell everybody how, uh, who you are and how they can get in touch with you. Hey, Chuck, doing great today. This is Joe with GotBaseballCards.com. We have a retail store out in Loganville, Georgia. Jandy Sports been in the hobby about as long as I can remember. Been dealing cards since the late 80s. And uh, excited to talk about some crazy trends going on in the industry today. Absolutely. And, and it's, it is going on today. But the first time I saw case breaking, I want to say the 2014 National, that was at Cleveland. That was the Ferris wheel. So, yeah, that was Cleveland. Um, I walk into the National, the first time I'd ever been to a National, and I saw the Case Breaking Pavilion. I had never heard of it. I figured out what it was. I mean, it, you got cases, and you're you know breaking cases, and then breaking boxes, and then breaking packs. Uh, but, Joe, that was uh, just maybe a year or two, a couple of years after the Case Breaking phenomenon started, and it hadn't slowed down at all. If folks are like me in 2014, and they're not really sure what it is and what the purpose is, uh, give everybody a download of what Case Breaking is. Well, there's a lot of different methods. Uh, the most basic is people are online, whether they're on YouTube or on their channel. Like, you know, we have a, a break channel, usbreaks.com, where people just buy a box and you watch them, someone rip the box for you live online. So rather than having to wait for the box to be shipped to you, you can see your cards pulled instantly. But the next level is people buy into case breaks. Like uh, we have something called PYT breaks, which is pick your team. So you take a case of pop, say, and you have 30 different teams in baseball. So you will sell 30 different spots. You know, somebody might pay X for the Yankees and somebody pays 0.5X for the Indians or whatever. And so, so people pay a premium. So it's not a lottery. Their- you can actually say, I want the Dodgers. Right. Yeah. There's now some, sometimes we do random team breaks 
and everybody pays the same price, and we use random.org, and you never know what team you end up with. But uh, other times we sell the spots at different prices. And then we rip the whole case live on camera, and then we break it down. We sort the whole case by team, and you get all the cards for the team that you have purchased. So uh, does the math still hold? It's X, X packs per box, but 20 bo- uh, boxes per case, or is that different for each product, shape of the boxes? Yeah, it varies with every product. I mean, sometimes it's a three-box case, sometimes 12, sometimes 20. just depends on the product. So, and, I mean, there's, you know, we do some breaks where people pay $30 for all the cards of that team. Some of them are, are hundreds of dollars for the cards of a given team. So it, it varies wildly with the product. You know, and, and I've, I've, I figured out, at least from, you know, my brain's perspective, Joe, and tell me if, yep, Chuck, that's why collectors do it. You like to be a part of something big. But honestly, I can't afford a case of a really cool product, but I can afford one thirtieth of the price of that yep. that giant case of good product. And it gives me, honestly, I might get a card or two or three literally out of every pack, out of every box from that entire case. That's how I looked at it. Is that what a collector looks at? I can throw in a little and I've got a chance at something? Yeah, I think part of it's just the entertainment. It's the experience. You basically get to sit there and watch an entire case break and every single pack that gets opened, you might have a shot at. You know, so you get the thrill of enjoying a case break while only paying for a thirtieth of a case break. So I think it's part of the entertainment value. And then you still have the residual of you actually do have some cards at the end of it. So and I've also seen um not cases and probably not even boxes, but I've seen uh classic uh, class. or vintage uh pack breaks. Um, yep. do you, do, do you ever go down to that level, individual vintage packs? Uh, we don't at this time. It is something we're looking at adding. I mean, we do older cases, you know, but stuff that's still only just a few years old, but yeah, I heard at the national, I believe it was either last year or the year before a company Bowman. was ripping. Yeah. 55 Bowman. Yeah. I got a mantle. <laughs> yeah. Somebody pulled a mantle out of a 55 Bowman pack. It's crazy. And, and it was a structured uh, uh, pack rip, and it was videoed, and I've seen the video. I think it was card seven, maybe, I think, that came out um, back in the day. And, you know, you may have actually been there, and I'm going to go way back in the DeLorean here. There was a uh, – where we live in Atlanta, for anybody listening, uh, just north of Atlanta, Cobb County, the Civic Center. This would have been, oh, late 80s, maybe, maybe 90. There was a show with Willie, Mickey, and the Duke there, yeah. and, and I saw somebody open a 54 Bowman pack and get the mantle, but he was a guy who just bought the pack and opened it. It wasn't a structured break um, mm-hmm. and took it over to Mickey Mantle and got it signed there. It's, it's the most unreal thing I've ever seen. Uh, wow. But you're right, the 55 Bowman at the National was an individual pack there. Uh, in this same sort of structure. So is it like the hottest, newest stuff, or is it uh, a case from maybe two, three, four years ago that has suddenly gotten hot because of a player or two? Uh, well, I'll give you an example. In general, it's new releases. That's the, the, the biggest thing. But also you're seeing cards that are trend. We do a, a ton with soccer. And, for instance, the World Cup Prism from 2018, that product is super hot right now because of the – Killian Mbappe rookie, and we are seeing people, we're seeing a lot of people want to buy into breaks on that because they can chase that card or they can chase insert cards of Messi and Ronaldo. It has a lot going for it. So, you know, it's a three year old product now, but um, as far as cards go, but uh, it's not brand new. But we do see, you know, when a rookie card gets hot, it may be five years old, eight years old. 
those cases become prime candidates for case breaks. All right, so I get into a case break uh, from a basketball product from a year ago, and I get the Atlanta Hawks, and I wind up with four Kevin Herters and a couple of Amari Spellmans, um, and then whatever, and those are the good cards I get. Um, What happens to all of these cards? I have to imagine that if I buy into a baseball break and I get the Padres, um, there's just not as much market for Will Myers as maybe there is, you know, Glaber Torres. Um, What happens to the – because there's literally – millions of cards left over after these case breaks yeah you you would laugh if you came up to the shop on our third floor we have a room of leftovers from breaks because some of the breaks we've done especially on like soccer with international customers they don't want to pay shipping on a bunch of base cards so they're like just ship me the hits um we we broke over a hundred cases of that world cup soccer so i have a hundred i have a hundred cases of base cards sitting upstairs at our store so uh yeah yeah there's a lot of leftovers so uh when we're shipping in the u.s everybody's fine you know but uh with international customers they're like i don't want to pay for you to ship me 800 base cards you know just ship me the hit it, it, so, you go ahead there's a lot of left, there's a lot of leftovers for sure yeah it just it seems like such a fun way to have part of the experience without having mm-hmm. to open just your wallet to do it Uh, All right, the collector and the dealer, uh, vintage, modern, everything else in today's sports card world. This is episode six. It's a case-breaking world. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk a little vintage and how to acquire that is next. I told you we're here because of support from Oxygen Financial. They're a sponsor of the collector and the dealer, but where my wife and I are, that's also in part thanks to Oxygen Financial. We have been personal clients of Oxygen for several years now, and originally it was for help with our taxes, looking to pay what we're supposed to, but not more. And we had been paying more for years, actually, it turned out. With Oxygen's help, that immediately changed for the better, and my wife and I decided, let's see what Oxygen thinks of our investments and overall strategy. Well, three years later, after making that choice, I can tell you we breathe easier when it comes to the market than at any time before getting with Oxygen Financial, and that's including the current issues all of us everywhere are dealing with. If you might have a question about where you and your family are, any at all, take the step we did and visit OxygenFinancial.com. You can get a free copy of Oxygen's 21-Day Budget Cleanse, as well as Oxygen's guide on how to save up to $100,000 in taxes in 2020, just for telling them you heard Chuck talking about it. Breathe easier about life. Visit OxygenFinancial.com. Welcome back to The Collector and the Dealer. I'm The Collector, Chuck Oliver. He's the dealer, Joe Davis. And, Joe, let's get into this. Uh, I missed the Strongville show this year. Uh, am I correct? Did, did I ask you, have you been to the Strongville show at Strictly Vintage? It's just outside the Cleveland area? I, I have not been to that one. Sounds like a lot of fun. But yeah. No, I've not been to that one. Uh, have, have you heard? Do you know its reputation? It's uh, The reason I was going to go this year, it was supposed to be the middle of April, uh, it has a reputation. It's only vintage. Modern cards aren't allowed in. Um, and it's got a reputation as the number one vintage show uh, in the country. And there are some others as well, but uh, it, it's it's kind of gratifying to find some all-vintage shows out there for a guy like me, at least. Yeah, uh, I have not heard that. That That is awesome um, because they're few and far between. You're right because there's a lot, of, especially your smaller local area shows, you know, I would say 75 to 80% of the stuff is modern. So it's tough to find the vintage 
out there. Absolutely. And for a guy like me, again, I buy vintage. Uh, I try to buy mostly ungraded stuff. And for me, it's an economics thing as much as anything because um, I know that a card that I'm grading, excuse me, grading, that I'm buying, if it were to be sent off for grading, if it comes back in eight and eight and a half, uh, that's the level to me, Joe, that we start to see a jump, a premium paid. Um, yeah. I think that most times a card, a raw card that's listed at book, am I correct? That's basically the price of a seven or so? Roughly, yeah, because when you once you hit an eight, it can be two, three, four times, you know, just depending on the set. Absolutely. And so I try to find cards. If I buy graded cards, I try to find one that may be a little undergraded. Uh, but then when I buy raw cards, I mean, I know what an eight, eight and a half is going to look like. And that's usually my target. So just from economics, I try to buy raw. Uh, yeah. But it is not a guarantee. That's for sure. And as far as con uh, condition of the card, Joe, I can grade centering. I can grade corners. I don't know if somebody's put chemicals on a card. I don't know if somebody's trimmed it. Um, I try the best I can. Um, as far as deciphering the condition, not the authenticity or if it's been altered, but condition, uh, help me with some of the tools of the trade when buying raw cards, vintage cards, because I do have my magnifying glass. I got a lit jeweler's loop. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Um, I don't have a micrometer out there to measure every card, but uh, mm -hmm. talk, talk about uh, what my best chances are going to be out there trying to buy raw cards. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's uh, Dr. Beckman and I had a talk about this recently about what a skill it is. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you started seeing people who marketed themselves as an, an expert pre-grader for cards because uh, it, it has truly become a science. And so, you know, the first thing I had to learn, because I, I was burned back in the day when I was buying, I still remember my first time I was submitting a bunch of cards and I was really big on Tony Gwynn and I was at a big show I bought like 25 Tony Gwynn's I'm like yeah I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of 10s back and I think the highest grade I got on one was a 9 OC you know because I didn't know how to gauge yeah. centering so, so the first thing is the eye test learning the visual like is this centered or not is this centered the, then the easiest thing after that is corners because if you take a 10 power loop like we sell and like you use you know you can you can literally hold the card up every corner. You know, do you have four sharp corners? Then you look at the edges. Um, the the thing that I miss the most is light surface creases that are you know that are more like a wrinkle than a crease. Where you have to Those like are, tilt the card in the light. Yeah, yep. yeah. And so because then you know, and I just got back a graded shipment of some stuff I had submitted, and I'm like, how did I get a three on anything? And then you know you look at it, you look at it for ten minutes, and you go, oh, there it is. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's the tough one. You know, a, a little light wrinkle in a card with a white background, Absolutely. and it's, it's hidden. And uh, so, 
those are the toughest ones. So, you know, I tell people start with the centering, then knock out the corners, the edges, but the surface is tough to drill down on sometimes. Uh, talk about, uh, again, the, you mentioned the, the 10 times jeweler's loop there. I've got an LED lit one um, that h- helps me, but that's also because I'm 52 and I wear glasses now, and um, I want to give myself the best you know vision, the best eyeballs on that possible. Um, yep. What is a good price to pay? What, what's a good – I mean, I would just went online to Amazon and got mine. Yeah, I mean, there's one we sell for – Twenty four ninety five delivered um, that just runs on two AA batteries. Yep. We sell them daily on the website, gotbaseballcards.com. And they're handy. It comes with a little carrying case and, um, you know, small enough to stick in your pocket, carry to a card show. And we use them all the time. I mean, we, we pre-grade. I mean, just yesterday we submitted 400 cards to PSA. We use it nonstop at the store you know it's it's you know we, we use it on modern use it on vintage and it, it's a lifesaver and financially uh for all the cards we reject because we catch flaws with it all right i want to ask you a question i'm not going you know like doctors don't rat out other doctors i'm not going to ask you to rat out another dealer but just in general this kind of experience i'll leave out the name I'm at a national, and I'm trying to decide whether to buy a a 58 tops. You know those combo cards they had with so many of the all stars, yeah. um, and one of those is about four hundred dollars. And so I get out the magnifying glass, and this dealer, um, you know, and I'll I'll talk prices. I may walk away with the table, Joe, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars worth of cards. And usually there's a, a sort of a knockoff. You know, it's fifteen eighty six. Just call it fifteen hundred. It's it's twenty one oh three. Just call it two thousand. You know, when yeah. you buy a stack, there's a discount usually built in. And I don't ask for it, but if they offer it, it's nice. Um, a dealer, I was building up a nice stack and said, you know, I'll, I'll knock some off. When I brought out my magnifying glass, he said, when the magnifying glass comes out, the discount goes away. I was like, I'll just take what I have right now so far at the discount then. And I wouldn't found some where else to do my business. Um do a lot of dealers think that, but just very few would say it? What is the general reaction? Because I'm buying a, a 62-year-old card for $400. I want to really see it. Absolutely. I can't believe anybody would have the nerve to say that. I, you know, I, I'll hand people the magnifier and say, look, I want you to be satisfied with your purchase. Here, take a look. If you're not pleased, you know, then, then don't buy it. You know, I, that that's uh, appalling to me as another dealer that somebody would have treated you that way. Okay, that's, that's so complete it, disrespect. It is as rare as I thought because I was like, I'm I'm a nice Southern guy. I was like, you know what? I'll just take what we already have and 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 we'll end this with a handshake. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go way back in time, and I don't even know if you'll remember this. For anybody who d- maybe you don't listen to the early episodes, uh, Joe and I grew up about ten minutes away from each other, known each other. I mean, going back elementary school, middle school. Yeah. Um, there used to be a place in our hometown called Peachtree Salvage, and it was in this little oh, yeah. strip plaza, Joe. Uh-huh. And I came from middle class, and so on Saturdays I would go over there, and I mid to late 70s I found started finding plastic sheets, and they were like a nickel apiece. And so yeah. I started putting my cards in plastic sheets. Uh, well, you know about the plastic sheets from the mid to late 70s. Um, I have a lot of cards with a nice glossy sheen over them now. Um, today's plastic sheets, talk about the damage that occurred with earlier versions of plastic sheets and then the technology today, because again, you buy a card for 400 or 5,000 and you, you know, put it in a sheet like I do, uh, which, which appalls you, I know. <laughs> um, yes. but, but when you do that, you want to make sure that over time it's not going to be damaged. 
Yeah, the stuff now, I, I remember Beach Tree Salvage fondly, had a lot of good memories there, digging through stuff. But, um, um, yeah, those sheets were not good. I still get collections occasionally with cards uh, that have been put in sheets in the 70s, and the sheets literally, like, can break in half. I mean, it's just it's awful how, how rigid they have become. Um, everything now, I mean, we, we sell Ultra Pro and BCW. That's what I use, that yeah, are, Ultra Pro. Yeah, they're PVC-free, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I have – cards that have been in those pages for years they're still good flexible they don't they don't cause issues with the cards in them but i've seen you know since they've uh, improved the chemical balance that are in them uh so it's very safe i myself you know like you said i cringe when i hear people say i'm putting multi-hundred dollar cards in plastic pages because we always try to push them to hey here's a soft sleeve and a top load or here's a screw down or you know the, the next level up but you know, I, I do have a personal collection. I love to flip through in an album. So, you know, I'm right there with you to a degree. I have a cutoff, and I'm like, if it's this valuable, i got to move it up into something better. So, You know, Joe, when the, when, when we're out uh, being social again, I'm having you and Jane, your wife, over to my house. And I don't know, the wives can do whatever they do. I'm having you upstairs to look at my collection, and I want you to tell me what you love and then, again, what horrifies you. Chuck, change this now. Um, right. so, so, so we'll do that, and we'll, uh, that'll make for a heck of an episode after uh, Joe comes over. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to wrap up episode six with, uh, of course, it's a Thursday ahead of the weekend. You know what happens. Joe buys a box. Joe, what are you going to buy to uh, rip open this weekend? How much is it going to cost? What are you going to find in it? You know, we were talking earlier in case breaking about World Cup Prism, and that made me think about that is one I would love to open. I actually bought a bunch of this product a few weeks ago, but it has shot up in price so much. Um, I would love to open one, though, just for fun. They're uh, – even the little, I sell these little fat pack boxes. They're like 450 a box now, but they have lots of multicolored inserts. They've got all the top stars in soccer. They've got possible Mbappe rookie cards, which are like $700 now in a PSA 10. So that would be a fun one to pop this weekend. All right. And um, I closed the show with Chuck's Vintage Set of the Week. Uh, I am going far down the rabbit hole. And this is something that I've discussed a little bit with Joe, I think maybe off air a couple of times, but. Uh, 1963 Pepsi Cola Colt 45 panels. They were schedule panels with a card on top. Uh, Joe, did you have any knowledge about this before you and I have had just a couple of brief discussions? Do you know anything about the Pepsi Cola Colt 45s? Honestly, I do not. I don't think I've ever acquired any of those in collections. I have no recollection of ever owning any of those as many hundreds of thousands of cards I've bought from people over the years. Well, I was born in Houston in 1967, the end of 67. And in 1963, just in the Houston area, when the Colt 45s were a new team, uh, the local Pepsi-Cola distributorship printed up. They had a promotional deal where it's this strip. It's a long cardboard strip. And it's, it's, it's baseball card material, sort of. Uh, the top of it is a card. The second part of it is a Pepsi-Cola ad with a schedule on the back. And, of course, you were supposed to – it's perforated. You're supposed to cut on the dotted line and just keep the schedule. Uh, well, the way these were distributed was they would give each driver a stack of them, and when they would go to the grocery store, they're supposed to insert one of these into six packs of Pepsi. Well, that's more work for the drivers, and so the story got around that the drivers would get their stack, walk out to the dumpster before the shift, throw them away, and then go deliver Pepsi like they normally would. There are only 16 cards there. 14 of them you can usually get in about the 40 to $50 range. Uh, there's one of Carl Warwick, who was a guy in the bigs for, I don't know, five, six years. He had a decent enough career. 
Uh, that's a few hundred dollars. And then there's a card, the 16th card, Joe. I know you've seen sets like this where there's always a notation. This card is so rare, it's not considered part of the set anymore. Right. Um, there's a John Bateman card. He was a catcher for the Colt 45s. And there's known to be about 20 of these that exist. And no one that I've ever seen has documented one that still has the schedule attached to it. Um, so I have seen one in person, and I know that there are about 20 that are documented to exist. Uh, it's about a $20,000 card with the schedule cut off of it. Um, I don't know what the price would be if a Bateman card surfaces with the schedule attached. Um, this is an extremely rare card, and honestly, it may be the rarest card of the entire 1960s, including like the Maris blank back Yankee card from 67. Uh, it's just a really, really cool set and very small and attainable for the first 14. That is my vintage set of the week. That wraps up the collector and the dealer. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.